98.5 The Bull. We're coming in hot on the uh, 4th of July, my favorite holiday of all. Um, yeah, but the fireworks stands, you know, the fireworks stands where they, and Daniel, you had mentioned this before, and it's true that you go into the fireworks stand and they got names for all the fireworks. It's not just like bottle rocket. It's got some name to it. Um, there's a Roman candle, but a lot of things that you like light and they spin in the air and they scream and they turn different colors. They all have different names. And I think you had once said like, who's coming up with these names? There's a guy that's hired and he probably went to Harvard and he thought he was going to be like this literary phenomenon, but you know, book deals are hard and getting famous is hard. And so he took a job at fireworks.com and his job is just to name fireworks yeah i imagine somebody has to watch them and then based on the watching the firework explode <laughs> the they activity. name it yeah I, I, th there's some crazy names man i went to a, a fireworks website here one of them's called it's one of those boxes that you light up and then run away it shoots the flaming balls the name of it of uh, the firework this is actually the real name it's the name of it is here come the judge <laughs> How in God's name Here come to judge. do you watch a firework and you say, oh, I know what we're going to name this one. Here comes come the judge. judge. Can I be totally honest? I, like I said, 4th of July is by far my favorite holiday. I love it. I love the patriotism. I love that it's usually warm and you're at the, you know, you can swim or whatever. But I've never noticed a correlation between the actions of the firework when you light it and the name of it. Like here come to judge could be called anything to me. I wouldn't be like, yeah, I could see there's a little yeah, judge. You got to name it something. Yeah. Uh, there's another one here I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. It's called notorious. <laughs> notorious. Why don't they just tell you what it's going to do? This but, is going to go about five feet in the air. It's going to turn green and blue, and uh, that's it. They but, have to come up with names. But some of them make sense. Like uh, there's a uh, red, white, and boom. Like that almost makes sense. That's, that's kind of cool. clever. Yeah. Like patriotism mixed with the 4th of July boom sound. Yeah. I get it. There's one called crown jellyfish. <laughs> Look, what about the firework would remind you of a jellyfish? Crack the sky. Crack the sky. Well, that, it does make a crack sound, and it's in the sky. I could see maybe there. There's another one called highfalutin. Would I be able to tell a difference based on, like, let's say you didn't tell me the names. And I saw you shoot highfalutin. Highfalutin. Would I be able to say, gosh, that, that, that looks like a highfalutin to me? I have no clue. Uh, one is called Hit the Road Jack. It's so, somebody's naming these. <laughs> I, went to a, uh, I went to a fireworks place last year. I swear to God, Tig, you could buy a DVD. Of a fireworks show? No, no, of the individual fireworks. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's bad. Uh, that, listen to me. Yeah. Somebody recorded and produced a DVD of not a fireworks show, but just like Here's lighting what, off, here come the judge. Here comes the judge. This is yeah. what it looks like. You remember a couple of years ago, your son was maybe like three, four years old, and we were shooting fireworks at the lake in Alabama, and I was having him present the fireworks show. Yeah, he was like the announcer. Right. And, but I would announce, I would tell him to go tell everybody this was the name of the fireworks. But I would always say, I would say scandalous names like this one's called Big Jugs. <laughs> and his little adorable voice like, this one's called Big Jugs. And it took forever for you guys to finally figure out. He's saying scandalous <laughs> was, names. Yeah. I was having him say, Lord knows what. I was like, this one's called Swingers Party. And he'd, he would run up to Swingers all, Party. He would all run up to you guys and go, this one's called Swingers Party. <laughs> uh, it was the best day ever.
740 Born and Raised Music Festival tickets with Leonard Skinner right here on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. I'm Ty. Hey, good morning, Daniel. Hey, good morning. Yesterday we talked quite a bit about Ty losing his keys and... Uh, He's he's came in this morning and he's uh, the update is he's like I, I just can't find them I think that they're just gone and on the phone with us what's your name again Mike Mike uh, you had a, you had a question Yeah I hadn't really stopped thinking about it um, <laughs> but he's how you said that you were going to do this I just wanted to know if you did to get a chance to check in your wife's vehicle because I know sometimes my keys will fall out between the seats on the passenger side you never think to look on the passenger side you know. The answer is I did check my wife's car. Not there. And no dice? No dice, man. <laughs> it's like, I, I checked the grill. I mean, because I did a cookout, and I even checked inside the grill. I mean, did I do some weird thing where I put my keys in the grill? I mean, I don't know what's happened to the keys. And we got a call from a lady the other day where she said she found her husband's keys after a month. And then somebody gave me some, what I thought was pretty good advice. Just stop looking. Just give up and uh, move yeah. on with your life. And one day when... I don't know if we have like a, a situation where we move out to another house here in Tulsa. I'll find them then and go, oh, that's where they were the uh, whole time. I feel like mama didn't raise a quitter, though. How, how old is your youngest? Six years old. I offered him $1 to uh, help me find him, and he uh, yeah, turned it down. Box. Huh? Yeah, toy box. I don't know. Toy box. Toy, toy box. Toy box? Does he even have a toy box? Yeah. I didn't even check there. I was just, yeah, check his toys, man. It's, it's somewhere. Don't give up. He's already given up. He's a defeated man, Mike. It's a, I'm ashamed to be no. his friend. You owe it to Tulsa to not give up. <laughs> you owe it to Tulsa. Mike here sells solar, solar for a living. Uh, if I want to get a solar panel for my apartment, how much is that going to run me? Well, we'll build a design for you, custom-made design. You know what I need? I need to hire him to come put solar in my yard. But really, it's a ruse to get him to accidentally run across my keys. Yeah, you got to start get, getting home improvements done. Yeah. <laughs> if that reward is still up, I'm in. Yeah, I got a $100 reward right now. Well, you another strategy you, you were going to employ, Tig, was you said you were going to throw a big cookout. Yes. And then while you're there, be like, hey, I hid my keys somewhere. Whoever hey. finds them wins 100 bucks, like yes. a golden egg or something. Yeah, I heard you make a great steak. Yeah, look at that. Apparently so. Well, Mike, I appreciate the concern. <laughs> he hasn't been able to think about anything else. Know, you owe this guy an keys. apology. I still got the stupid valet key, which doesn't do anything except start the car. So um, I appreciate the concern and, and your thoughts and your prayers. Oh, I'll still be thinking about it. So. All right, thanks, Mike. Let us know. All right, see you now. Right. I wish that guy was still in the air with his Unsolved Mysteries. They could do a whole episode. Well, you know, they did... Uh, they did a new like reboot of that on Netflix yep, that did right. well. And then sometimes on some television stations they air reruns of unsolved mysteries. Like they must look for content. Like people must email unsolved mysteries with you know, I've got a ghost in my house or What was that guy's name that did those? Robert Stack. I remember the Halloween episode was always terrifying to me. It was about aliens or a ghost. Yeah, when you're like seven and that show comes on, it's yeah. it's horrifying. But maybe I can lighten the mood and just be like, they try to find keys. Do you think News on Stick on Six Upstairs would like to do a special on your missing keys? Let's call Cal Day or somebody. We call him this morning. We ought to launch uh, like an entire six-part podcast <laughs> about the keys. Like cold case here, where we're <laughs> searching down these keys.
Or maybe the biggest mystery of all is why we spent two days talking about text yeah, that's missing the big keys mystery. on the air. <laughs> we have this great platform. We talk about keys for two days. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tag and Daniel. Good morning, Daniel. Do you happen to have any of your uh, old school clothes packed away? Well, you know, I still dress like um, whatever the fashion was in college. I stuck with it, and when trends change, I didn't. I didn't change. So, you know, I'm very glad to hear what you're about to tell us, and that is that the if you're in your 40s and you still have some old high school clothes packed away, your kids might want them because now the early 2000s fashion is officially cool again. I knew if I just held out long enough and kept dressing like it was 2000 that eventually it would come back around. You think so? And so now I'm hip and cool looking. Uh, you know, I went 20 years without that, but now I'm in the yeah. in the know. They say the trend actually started last summer, but now influencers tiger latching on to uh, hashtags like Y2K style and Y2K fashion. Uh-huh. They're trending. A few examples include bright colors, wild t-shirts, low-rise jeans, <laughs> Ed Hardy stuff, uh -huh. tiny purses, and, of course, you know, the, what you're wearing today, a velour tracksuit with the word Juicy on the back. <laughs> Juicy's back? Yeah, Juicy Sweet. is back, finally. Do you remember being in college, Dana? We were in college in the early 2000s, and girls always wore baseball caps to, to class. Do you Didn't remember I? that? Yeah, I remember a lot of, and I didn't, and then that went away, but I always thought it was kind of cool, so that's all coming back, I guess. Mm-hmm. Now, they say, I don't buy this at all, but they say one reason it's supposedly happening now is young people feel like the pandemic robbed them of their childhood and clothes back then were all about being fun and youthful. I think, you know, these kind of things just come and go. Like, But, yeah, I mean, I do see where kids that were seniors and juniors and seniors in high school, they were kind of robbed of that. I will give them that. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think that has anything to do with and it. And isn't fashion cyclical? Yeah. Like bell bottoms will come back eventually or whatever that stuff is. And in the 90s, there was a little period of time where the 70s came back. They even did Woodstock again. Right? Yeah, you're right, right. And I remember one time we had Brantley Gilbert on our tiny couch with us. And, you know, he was kind of, we've known Brantley for a while. And, and so he was able to kind of make fun of us. And he guessed, he's like, let me guess, Tig, you went to college in the uh, early 2000s. Just based on, like, I was wearing, like, Adidas shoes. Oh, you were wearing, <laughs> yeah. I think it was white New Balance or something like that. <laughs> yeah, New Balance shoes. And he was like, and he, so now I'm cool again. You Thank know, you. all these clothes that we used to have, I went to a, a thrift store. There's one here in Tulsa I went to, and, and like, T-shirts for, like, 40 to $90. I went to New York City, Tig, and they had, like, a Marlboro. You remember if your parents smoked and they saved up those Marlboro miles, they could get a Marlboro jacket? Mm-hmm. Five, six hundred bucks for this oh, thing really? now, yeah. Wow. Look at that. So So if you're a kid right now, you ought to just box up all your old clothes and in about thirty years they'll be uh, worth something. Ninety eight five the bull with Kane Brown, Tig and Daniel. Dustin Lynch, party mode on ninety eight five the bull with Tig and Daniel. Hey good morning there, Daniel. Hey now.
What do you mean, hey now? Good morning to you. Good morning. By the way, I, I, I got to say good morning. I think just I made. Good morning. I think I made a huge error. Uh, next door to us is K Hits, the the very popular radio station. You got Chubbs and Casey on in the morning, mm-hmm. and we work right next door to them because we're owned by the same company, so we're all part of the same family. And the other day, I ran into Casey, and I I've known Casey since I've worked here, and I, I buddy around with her husband. We go play golf and we act like goofballs and all that. So me and her husband pretty tight. Um, Casey. Married to Anthony, who I hang out with. And the other day, I, well, yesterday morning, I saw Casey in the hallway. And I said, hey, Casey, are you spray tanning? And I don't know if that's a question you can ask somebody at work. But I did. And she reacted in a, in a nice way. But then I, I also got a tinge of, uh, that's not a question I can ask. Do you think that's true? I wouldn't ask somebody if they're spray tanning. Why not? Well, it's none of my business. But you would ask somebody other questions about themselves, right? No. <laughs> no. You don't ask anything? Well, Ty, like, I get what you're doing. You're just, like, making conversation. Yeah, I was like, she, you know, it's here we are in June. Sure. Uh, she has a tan, and I said... And you want to say you that you're very tan or something like that? Yeah, because, I mean, if you're spray tanning, the goal is to be tan, and I was kind of, like, letting her know that you are tan. You didn't think and she knew that without that's, you telling her that she was tan? I, I don't know all the rules, man. It was so... That's the like, problem I felt with terrible. you. Listen, man, you're a yeah. weird cat. I love I'm you, not but a weird you're, cat. you're a weird dude, man. And uh, you're not exactly a silver-tongued devil where you might be just trying to be like, oh, oh, you know, you look great. What a tan or whatever. And then you're like, do you spray tan your body? <laughs> I didn't say that. How exactly did you I deliver didn't. it? I said, hey, are you spray tanning? Just like that. Because the real reason is because I've considered a spray tan. And you wanted a spray tan. And, and I was like, well, it looks like she pulled it off. Maybe I could pull it off. And it, so it wasn't like, I didn't mean it to be like too inquisitive. But I mean, you know, we've worked with uh, several people and like our former producer, Mary, would get a haircut. Mm-hmm. And if we didn't notice it, she, she, she was in a bad mood for a little bit. She'd get a little upset. Yes. And so in a way, I thought it was the right thing to do to notice somebody's Let's let's hear, you know, what are we discussing this for? Let's hear from a lady. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Don't want to get in a big debate about it. Is it okay for Tig to ask a female coworker if she's spray tanning? Because like I said about the haircut thing, we've gotten in trouble with people that at work. They're like, guys, you didn't notice my haircut. Yes, and I'm Mary, like, Mary, uh, would, it would hurt Mary's feelings if we didn't uh ask you know compliment her new haircut but i don't know if you can be if you can do the same thing with the with tan tan 918-879-9898 918-879-9898 ask the question it was just in we just passed each other in the hallway and it was spontaneous i didn't even plan on seeing her but uh she looked tan and i said are you uh, getting a spray tan hmm i don't know i'm feeling a little like do you, would you ask a male employee if they got a Sure, yeah, absolutely. In fact, I, my boss used to say, like, dude, how much are you golfing? You look ridiculous because I was so tan, you know? Well, I don't really I don't really don't know the answer to this one. Our Maybe old boss used to, there. yeah, he's like, dude, what's wrong with your tan? Hey, it's Ty and Daniel. Who's this? Nikki, and good morning. Nikki, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Ty has asked an, a coworker <laughs> if she's spray tanning. Is this is this okay? I don't, I don't know how to feel about it. I think... Just you should have just said, "Hey, your tan looks nice." Let's mm. do it that. Ooh, is that that's, that's even more that cringy either. to me, isn't it? You think that sounds more cringy, or just say, "Oh, wow, you're tan." I don't know. If, even if you have to acknowledge it, if you've got to say something, but you know, oh, are you spray tanning? I don't know. Is it okay to notice uh, a haircut at work? Like, oh, you got your hair done. Is that okay? I mean, I guess it, 
really, I think so. And really, it also depends on the type of person or the person you're speaking to. You know, if it's someone you know well, then, yeah, y'all are going to talk about that stuff. If it's not somebody you know really well, no. I kind of feel like the best thing to do in this situation, Nikki, is just to, just the risk versus reward. is Just don't say nothing. Don't say anything. Yeah, yeah, that probably would have been uh, Hey, are you spray tanning? Yeah. You can ask me if I, I spray I mean, tanning. I don't care. Me, but I can see that it, would, it could offend some people. It's still funny. Yeah. Well, Tig, you don't have people don't have to ask you if you're spray tanning. Let me let me tell you what this guy did one time, Nikki. He went got some a self tanner, <laughs> and he sprayed put that on himself, and he was so orange. I swear he looked like a carrot. He looked like ET with a worse body. <laughs> Yeah, I probably don't do spray tanning then either. Yeah, he didn't even drop a dollar to get an actual professional spray tan. He applied it himself. His palms were orange. His face was orange. (laughs) Those rabbits following me around. Rabbits trying to eat him. Yeah. That was in the early days of the uh, spray tan business. They hadn't perfected it back then. That was like two years ago, (laughs) ding dong. Thanks for the call, Nikki. Nikki. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. See you now. See you later. Hey, it's Tig and Daniel. Who's this? This is Dorothy. I was just calling about the the spray tan. Dorothy, if I worked with you and I noticed you're like twice as tan as you were on Friday, is it, can I just be (laughs) like, hey, have you been spray tanning? Well, I think with the spray tan, if somebody asked me, hey, have you been spray tanning? My first question in my mind would be, um, well, what does he mean by that? Does he mean it looks good? Or does he mean it looks bad? Because some sometimes spray tanning can go bad. Yeah, I think the problem, well, Tig is saying it like he delivered li- the line like, hey, have you been spray tanning? But probably, I know how he's a little awkward sometimes. He probably came off like, <laughs> spray tanning body. <laughs> well, but when it, especially when it's coming from a guy. Well, he's, you know, he's barely a guy. a guy, you're like, yeah, you're you're just a woman would be like, oh my gosh, do they think it looks good or bad? Uh, That's just me. Well, in Tig's defense, he is barely a dude. Like I think at the very last minute, God was like, man, woman, man, woman, ah, man. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I'm just one of the girls. I, w- I, yeah. need, I, I wish that, well, she's on the air, but I wish we could get her in here. I want to know exactly how you Casey? delivered the line. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we should get her in here. We got so much going on. Exactly. We, we got, no, uh, let's not, no, we're not putting that lady on the spot. We can't Women do not like but, to be yeah. put on the spot, I don't okay, think. Okay, we won't do that. You, yeah, you might embarrass her more. Right. <laughs> ah, see, this is why I'm glad we have calls, <laughs> callers that are smarter than us. Yeah, I just think that like, when you tell the story, you tell it one way, but then in real life, you're like... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of women are just, are just uh, for the most part, self-conscious about their bodies, and we just, you know. Well, I didn't mean any. Nice, so it's, yeah. I didn't mean anything by it. I, it was just a question I was asking somebody, and then after that, I was like, eh, maybe that was a little too personal or something. I don't know what it was, but anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think you're fine. I'm sorry to you, and I'm sorry to <laughs> now, everybody. I know how he is, Dorothy. He's going to be a, a nervous wreck the rest of the week. Right. <laughs> It'll be all right. <laughs> okay, good enough. She says it's going to be all right. I'll take it. It's 98.5 The Bull. Coming yeah. up this morning, it's 740. Born and raised, you could see Leonard Skinner and Pryor right here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 The Bull weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan.
98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country, like 15 minutes away from born and raised up there in Pryor. You can win tickets to see Leonard Skinner. And hey, good morning, Daniel. Uh, earlier today, <laughs> uh, yesterday I brought up, and this is so stupid, um, but people are like really interested in this for whatever reason. Our phones blow up, and it's about uh, that I lost my keys over the weekend, and it's driving you more crazy than it's driving me, and people are calling. They want an update on the key situation. We had a guy named Mike earlier. He was calling. He said, I haven't been able to think about anything else. And this guy's got, you know, trying to go work for a living, feed his family. He wants to know uh, if I found my keys. And he can only think about your keys. And uh, we said, you know what? We've got such great resources here at, at Griffin. Uh, News on 6. Uh, we know some of the reporters up there. I imagine, good morning, Cal Day. I imagine there's a, a certain intuition that you must have to kind of figure out where that story might go or to find the right question to ask. And we were wondering, Daniel, if you want to ask him the question. Uh, would you like the exclusive uh, scoop, the rights to this story? The rights to this story, let's yes. get it. I mean, I'm always down for a good story. Uh, he's a hardened crime reporter here. <laughs> yes. He's on six. He either reports on uh, crime or a bird's nest. Yeah. Guthrie Green. It's really, it's, there's no in, in between. But yeah, you just get a lot of crime by default working in Tulsa. Yeah. Still a great city. Get a little closer to that microphone if you okay, can. Okay, sounds and, good. Uh, you, can, you can actually pull it up there, adjust it a little bit. You can pull, so, it, pull it towards you a little bit. I guess our question is, Cal, are you interested in in, in covering the story? Because uh, I lost my keys. I don't know where they are. I looked in every space. I looked in the refrigerator. I looked in the grill. Can't find the keys. All I'm left with is the stupid valet key, which doesn't let me do anything except start the car. I can't even get in my trunk. Okay. So do you have like a push to start fob or are you yeah, old yeah, yeah. fashioned? It's one of those. Okay. It sucks. Uh, and um, so I can't do anything with this key. And I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Like, if I lose this valet key, my car becomes a 4,000-pound paperweight. Yeah. And I can't use it. So I was wondering if you guys at News on 6, and I see you out in the field all the time. You're covering stories and yeah. digging in. and He's a hardened reporter. If anybody yes. can find him, it's him. Would, oh, would you like to come to my house <laughs> and find my keys and, you know, bring a crew with you? Okay. So you need more bodies is what it sounds like. More people coming and going mm -hmm. through the house. Well, one thing I considered was um, having a cookout mm -hmm. and pretending like I really want a bunch of people over and I'm a nice guy. But really what it is is I'll say, uh, I've also hidden my keys somewhere in the house and the first person that finds them gets 100 bucks. That's good. The old scavenger hunt. Yeah. Method. So you could come cover the cookout. Yeah. And uh, find out if we solve this mystery. That's good. I mean, the, any part of an interview, I'm going to have to, you know, do the basics. Uh, say and spell your first and last for me, please. Yeah, Tig, T-I-G-E. Rogers. And so, so it'll be like a real deal. Yeah. And I think discipline maybe to not do it again when you do find them. So I would say, you know, what would you do or what would you tell yourself to, for this not to happen again? You know, maybe designate a space for the keys. You know, when you're married, you get in trouble for a lot of things. And I'm in so much trouble over losing my keys because my wife got me this gift that, um, I don't know, you put it on your wallet and your keys. And if you ever lose them, you the can tile. turn on your, yeah, yeah the tile. And since I didn't open that package, now I'm in trouble. Oh, boy. Do we well, want to take some calls? Oh, yeah, he's got to, you'd have to put those headphones. I don't even want you to mess up your hair. <laughs> like, for real, don't you have, you got to go back live again. Yeah, this is you? my first time in the studio, so this is. Let me make sure I've got him uh, where he can hear the phone calls. One second. Kill about five seconds, Doug. Okay. So we're looking for my keys and uh, Cal Day from News on 6. You've done a lot of uh, investigations in your career. That's right. I'm and feeling a lead story right here. <laughs> Imagine. Tonight at Imagine. 6. Tonight at 6. We'll have to be so, live so outside the house. Car keys. 
Hey, good morning. It's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Hey, will his car start without that one key? It's it, 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 if he went out there and didn't take that key that he's got right mm-hmm. now, will his car start? It won't start, which means to me the keys are not in the car. That's right. Yeah. It's in his house anymore. Yeah. If, if it's in Probably the- look in a... Hey. If Look in a coat pocket or a shirt pocket in the closet uh, in your, one of your shirts that you last wore because that's where it is. Where if think, the, if the key thinking. fob is in the uh, trunk, would it still pick up? Uh, it shouldn't. Shouldn't. So it could be in the trunk because I can't open my trunk because a stupid valet key. It and you have your son. Have you asked your son where it's at? But won't you go to the dealership and they'll. So you get you a key. Well, I know. I know. Well, I can pay to sell get a key. You, yeah. Yeah, I understand <laughs> that part of it. That's what I'm trying to avoid. Thanks for the call. Yeah, Cal. Uh, I offered my son one dollar to help me look for the keys, and apparently, um, even kids understand inflation at this point. And uh, he said it's not worth it. Uh, news on six, Cal Day. I also asked his son if he would submit to a lie detector test, and he would not. So the plot does thicken. Oh. You're hurting Cal's ears. Yeah, that one. Uh... I feel like I'm in a movie or something. I have to find these keys, too. That was a whole family right. thing. Well, Cal Day, you've agreed to cover the story. Mm-hmm. I'll give you my address. and uh... I'm thinking, Cal, this could be like a five-part podcast mm-hmm. where me and you team up together and try to find these keys. I mean, <laughs> movies, Netflix. We'll make it real dramatic with the You're... close-up shots. Yeah, buddy. We'll, we'll make Top Gun look like a silly movie. Right, the time is all done. Hey, good morning. It's Tiger Dana. Who's this? Hey, this is Ron. How you guys doing? What's up, man? Hey, I'm actually wanted to call, and didn't you? You said you had a barbecue about your keys, right? This, this and did you go and buy all the stuff for the barbecue and everything before in your car or your wife's car or anything else? Uh, what I know, she went and got a lot of stuff, but what I know is I got home, so I must have had the key with me because my car wouldn't have started had I left the key at a store. Yeah, but were you grabbing the, the grocery sacks and the bags and helping out and getting everything scheduled and set? I'm wondering if your wife maybe have picked up these keys on accident. You've searched everywhere, but has your wife actually looked in her purse or her car or, you know, or I, along those lines? I broke a, to me. I broke a major rule last night. I went through my wife's purse. No keys. Oh, shit. Excuse my language. <laughs> yeah, watch that. But... Yeah, yeah, I apologize. But, yeah, no, I, I never touched my wife's purse, period. I don't care. If she says, hey, hand it to me. I just hand it right back. No. Well, Cal Day's on, on it, and uh, I appreciate it. It's so funny, like, when we talk about things on the radio, this has gotten people so fired up, hasn't it, Dana? Like, yeah, well, it's driving everybody crazy. They either, A, want us to move on, or B, they are now probably move on. So this might be the last thing we do Embroiled in the mystery. Hey, I've been in the same situation. I'm married. My wife, uh, she, I keep losing my wallet, and so she actually did... Uh, get, get that um, the thing for my wallet, which I, yeah. I never put on there anyway. So now I'm going to. Well, I appreciate the call, brother. The mystery right, continues. And Cal Day's on the job, right? On the scene, on the story. Okay. <laughs> Cal Day agrees <laughs> that News on 6 will cover the keys story. Uh, it's 98.5 The Bull, seven minutes away from Born and Raised tickets right here with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, guys. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's uh, country, and now the time has arrived, born and raised all this week. So if you didn't get in today, you got 7.40 tomorrow and all this week to see born and raised Lyndon Skinner. And with us today, Daniel on the phone. It's Lisa from Shakota. Lisa, how are you today? I'm great. 
Uh, we have a very special guest in the studio, News on Six is Cal Day. Do you ever watch News on Six in the morning? Daily, yes. Yeah, you can turn it on there. Uh, Hold on, Tyg's got something messed up here. Way to go, Tyg. You get a big star in here and look what Tyg does. Go ahead. (laughs) Try it again. Thanks for watching 6 in the morning. You're getting up too early. (laughs) All right, so. She's a big fan, Cal. (laughs) All right, Lisa, what we're going to do, we're going to let you team up with Cal Day from News on 6 this morning, and I'm going to ask you some science questions. If you get enough of these right, you're going to go to Pryor for the Born and Raised Music Festival. Are you very excited? I'm very excited. All right. If you need help, you just call on Cal. Here we go. Up first, in what galaxy, Lisa, is the solar system located? Uh, Cal, help me out here. I know it's a candy bar, if I'm not mistaken. The hint from Cal Day from News on 6, it is also the name of a candy bar. A candy bar? Mm. Um, It's not Reese's. Galaxy... uh, um, it's, um, it looks kind of milky, uh, right? Caramel. Inner. Uh, milky Way. Milky Way. Milky Way is correct. Milky Way. There we go. <laughs> Off to a great start. Lisa, what is the chemical formula for water? H2O. H2O is correct. What, Lisa, is the hardest known naturally occurring material? Uh, naturally, uh, hardest known naturally. Uh, is it, um, uh, uh, Cal? I need you here, Cal. Well, yeah, this is, uh, this is why I was a journalism major. But I think the hardest, wouldn't it be have to be metal? Oh, oh I think, uh, well, it's connected to metal, but you usually give it to a lady for an engagement. Well, hold right? on, metal, metal is formed by, uh, I don't even know really. What right. is metal that's made out of? That's a man-made. That's man-made. Yeah. That's yeah. Cal Day, that's uh, metal's man-made. Well, that's why man-made. I would source it. Um, Lisa has had to correct you. <laughs> She's teaching <laughs> me this morning. If you, uh, I'm if so you sorry. meet a lady you like, you, so you give her one of these pretty much. I and failed science. What's that? She failed science. I failed science. No, no, you're doing great. You're doing great. Uh, Cal was trying to steer you wrong, but you're on the right path here. That's my bad. Uh, Ty is saying that if you were to propose to someone, you might give them a ring, and it might be made out of or with a... Diamond. Diamond, yes. That is the hardest known naturally occurring material. I knew that. Up next. I knew that. What are the two particles in the nucleus of an atom? The two particles in the nucleus, in the nucleus of, of an atom. atom. Uh, Ty, can I get verification that we are allowed to say nucleus per the FCC? Is that okay? Yeah, we're nucleus clear. That's okay. Of an atom, ion, and a proton. proton? Well, well, hold on. I don't. I don't, Pro- I don't know. Lisa, please. Proton, you've got correct. Uh-huh. Proton and uh-huh. atom. Well, it's in the atom, right? Mm-hmm. Cal, help her out. Proton and... If I had to phone a friend, I would say electron. It's electron. No. I think I got it. There's no. a show on uh, Nickelodeon. It was called Jimmy... Neutron. 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 Proton and neutron. Neutron. Right. N. With an N. Oh. Up next... What does a chronometer measure? And I don't know this myself. What does a chronometer no measure? I have no idea. Cal Day, do you know? I Cal, probably shouldn't be yours. asked any more questions. But <laughs> <laughs> this is yours. I have no idea. Tig, 
A chronometer? Chronometer. Um, that's going to be, uh, I think they use that technology for watches. So what, yes, so what would time? that be? Time? Time is correct. I have no idea. Oh. Okay. Up next. How many of these questions? Uh, there's only 100 to go. I'm asking the same thing. 90 more to go. <laughs> what, Lisa, do most humans have 23 pair of? Shoes. <laughs> Could be right. That's pretty funny. Oh, chromosomes. Chromosomes. There you go. And with that, I you... I straight. You and Cal Day have won tickets together to go see the Born and Raised All Music right. Festival in Pryor. Right. We're going to put you guys up that in Pryor, awesome. and uh, you'll attend the show together. You'll be able to watch from atop Cal Day's shoulders. <laughs> you'll that see, is awesome. You'll see Leonard Skinner. Pryor is beautiful this time of the year. That Great is town. Awesome. Um, Thank you so much. You can bring who you want, but if Cal Day is your choice, Thank that's, you, Cal. that's your business. Right, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's your business. Thank Leonard you, Skinner You're a great and, teammate. And Cal Way Day, News on 6. Thanks for hanging out a little bit this morning, man. Yeah, thanks, guys. We'll see you. You're welcome. And another shot Thank tomorrow. You You're welcome. <laughs> at 740 here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull. Every Tuesday, we uh, get excited because it's the kid quiz where kids call up and they can win tickets to... Safari Joe's H2O Water Park. And with us this morning, eight years old, Jack. He's from Kansas, Oklahoma. Hey, good morning there, Jack. Good hey. morning. <laughs> there he is. All right, Jack. So uh, Daniel's going to ask you some questions. If we can get through this, you're going to win how many tickets to Safari Joe's H2O? Jack Daniel? will win four tickets to Safari Joe's H2O. Uh, the kid quiz is brought to you by Safari Joe's. And, uh, what a great way to spend a summer day. Jack, are you ready to go? Are you ready for the kid quiz? Yeah. Okay, up first. Jack, what sweet treat do bees make? What? What sweet treat do bees make? What sweet substance do bees make? Jack, are you there? Jack, are you there? Um, yeah. Okay, what do bees make? What do you say? Uh, you got to turn down your radio so you can hear us over the phone here, and we can complete the kid quiz, and you'll win H2O. tickets to Safari Joe's H2O. He's getting distracted, Ty, by hearing himself. Because he's hearing the, the radio. Air. Yeah, and I don't blame him. Later. Yeah, just make sure your radio's all the way down and just listen to us through the phone. We can get this done. Okay. So what sweet treat do bees, you know, the bees you see flying around, what do they make that tastes pretty sweet? Honey. Honey is correct. There you go. Up next, Jack, which one of the Avengers turns green when he's angry? Hulk. The Hulk is also correct. Jack, a math question. What is five plus five? Ten. Correct. Jack, what is the name of Mickey Mouse's dog? Pluto. Pluto is also correct. He's on a roll now. He is. 
What is the name of the snowman that comes to life in the famous Christmas song? Frosty. Frosty is correct. And finally, what color do you get if you mix red and blue? Purple. Look at Jack go. He's Dude, some type of genius. On fire, and he called in to the Duval Plumbing Contest line, and now he's won tickets to see all the water slides and the lazy river at Safari Joe's H2O. Jack, you got four tickets. Four tickets. Jack, do you have three friends you can take with you? Yeah. Now, what, who are you going to take with you? Give them some shout-outs. Um, my sister, my dad, and my mom. There you go. Jack is a family man. Awesome. I love it, man. Y'all are going to have so much fun at Safari Joe's H2O. And for anybody else, they're wide open. They do birthday parties on the cabanas. They got it all at Safari Joe's. And we're back next uh, week with another Kid Quiz. Tuesday, about 8 o'clock, right here on 98.5 The Bull. Jack, what grade are you going into next year, by the way? I didn't ask that. Third grade. Third grade? Dang, he's You know what? He's there. so smart, Tig. He got all those questions right. I think he, he could probably just skip, go right to sixth. <laughs> Let's get him in sixth grade. That'll be our goal. Jack, thanks for playing, brother. You're welcome. And don't hang up. We're going to talk for just a second. But in the meantime, this is 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull. A community is still reeling from the uh, tragedy that took place at uh, St. Francis. Uh, good morning. It's Ty Gadeno. Welcome into Did You See? I still see uh, flags at half staff around the city, but uh, sometimes out of this, good things do happen. And this is from News on 6. Well, in the wake of the mass shooting, Mayor G.T. Bynum said it best whenever he said that no other community rallies together like Tolson's. And this week, that is being proven yet again. Whether you've lived in the Tulsa community your whole life. That's the building that my son was born in. That's the building I've gone to when I was sick. That's the building I've visited many people celebrating life. Or you're someone watching the heartbreak unfold here in Tulsa from afar. St. Francis Hospital now has a place in so many hearts. That building means so many different things, so many different people. And this day, it meant the same thing to everybody. That's why two local business owners decided to launch merchandise to benefit the victims' families from last week's mass shooting at St. Francis. This was just um, an opportunity that we were able to do a little bit of good and, and try to, you know, help not only the victims, but help the community heal. Mythic Press is making St. Francis Strong t-shirts as a way to jump into action the best way they know how. We really are excited to see these shirts out there as a way to unify the Tulsa community and bring people together in this time. Secret Garden Candles owner Matthew Vasquez says that his team needed to channel their grief and their shock into something helpful as well. So uh, several companies here in town are, um, you know, selling items that uh, will ultimately help those in need, those affected by the shooting. Secret Garden Candle Company's one. Mythic Press is the other. Good morning to you, Daniel. Hey, good morning, Ty. Did you see that Rooster Days returns this week for its 91st year? And uh, Ty and I will be out 
aren't we doing color commentary like with the parade we're going to be uh, there's a guy that's been doing it for years and years and we're going to be teaming up with him and uh kind yeah of- if you've ever seen the uh macy's thanksgiving day parade where they have the um you know people like al roker will go down there and he'll tell you what's coming by which marching band it is that's going to be me and daniel uh friday afternoon at four o'clock i believe if weather cooperates yes should be a great time. Rooster Days. Rooster Days, 91 years. Also, Ty, did you see the Discovery Lab, that new lab they made over at the Gathering Place? They're having a, a 21 and older event. It's called Discovery After Dark. It's where you can go and uh, you can be adult. And then you can have craft beers from Dead Armadillo Brewery and go in there and uh, fool around with the exhibits. Yeah, I've been there, man. They, um, they've got... You ever seen like a playland at a McDonald's where there's all those like tubes you can climb in yeah, and stuff? Yeah, there's yeah, a ball yeah. pit. That's what they have. So I imagine that a, if this is a 21 and over event, at first you'll be like, ah, I don't think I want to get in the ball pit. Then after a few, uh, you know, like ah, that that ball pit sounds like a great idea suddenly. Well, they're going to have to have some chaperones. <laughs> yeah, I guess People they get would. People get to drinking those craft beers and, uh, and Lord over. knows what's going to happen. What could go wrong, Ty, just having a few drinks in a laboratory? Also, Ty, did you see that Wendy's has announced or released a new Frosty flavor yesterday? I did was they? very excited to hear this, the strawberry. Ah. So they only have vanilla or what? Well, they had chocolate and vanilla, and now, in the first time in like three years, they brought out strawberry. All right. That's you don't seem excited news. about this. I, you know, I share with you something that means a lot to me, and you could care less. Wait, ice cream means a lot to you? Well, look at me, yeah. <laughs> It's a big part of my life. <laughs> Don't you love strawberry, like strawberry ice cream, things like that? Yeah, it's good, I guess, but I'm not excited. Like, will you go by there today now? I don't know. I might. I need to. I got a glimpse of myself. We did a television commercial the other day, and I got a glimpse of the uh, television commercial. It hasn't been released yet or anything, and uh, I need to lay off the Frosties. Is that right? Is there any point in my life, Tig, I'm going to like the way I look? I don't think I am. I think that uh, it's just one of those things, like, you ever see that time hop on Facebook? Yeah. And it shows you what you were looking like 10 years ago. But 10 years ago, you didn't think you looked great. But now you look back and you go, you know, I really didn't have it that bad 10 years ago. What was I complaining about? Can we about? go somewhere and get hypnotized to uh, forget about- appreciate the way we look and to, to know that eventually we are going to look worse? Which at this point, I don't know if it's possible. And I asked Tig about it. I'm like, hey, man, uh, I didn't like the way I looked. He's like, I just try not to think about it. <laughs> Because it's going to be like on television, the internet or whatever. And I'm like, I don't. You're so melancholy, though. You're just like, I don't even try. I don't think about it. I mean, you think about people who are on television a lot. I mean, if they sat there and really, like, dissected every little angle of their body, they'd, they'd go crazy. So I just say, you know what? We're, we're, you know, we're on television, and I'm not going to worry about it. You know, how it looks, how I look, and take it or leave it, buddy. That's what I say. So you just give up. Yeah. Uh right. On to uh, sports, Sooner Baseball uh, won the Gainesville Regional, so head into the Supers. The Sooners looking to advance against Florida. Sooners trailing 3-1 in the eighth after a long rain delay. when pay- So, like, they're down 3-1 to one in the eighth inning, so you think, uh, this is not looking good for the Sooners. But Graham hits a two-run bomb to tie the game at three. Now with a one-run lead later in the frame, Jackson Nicholas, an RBI single, puts the Sooners up 5-3. The final, OU moves on 5-4, surviving that long weather delay. So there's some good news for the baseball team, but also softball, the uh, Red River rivalry for the national championship, Mm -hmm. the softball, Oklahoma. What? 
No, I'm just loving your sports commentary. You should definitely I'm not, not a ever. Sports guy. You should never be on ESPN. <laughs> what a stammering idiot when you try to talk about sports. You're like Red River. <laughs> I I gotta say I respect people that are able to do play by play. We know a guy back home, and he can he can go call a, a high school football game. He can go call a baseball game. I would be so clueless. It would be. I love sports too, and. I don't even know what to say because these these people that do that they have a real talent for it, and obviously I'm not in that category. I mean, you but, can't uh, even. You're trying to explain what happened in a game that already happened, and you're having a hard time. But go ahead, please. Oklahoma and Texas softball into the finals for the national championship. Now I don't think that you could hit a ball if a major league pitcher threw it. Do you think you could hit a softball pitched by a college? Uh, I don't think so because look, they're throwing that ball, and I think if I'm not wrong. They're at a closer range than than the major leagues. Call up and cuss me out if I'm wrong. But so they're throwing these balls, and since it's a little closer, I think it would be like you're facing a 95 mile an hour pitch. Mm-hmm. And they do that weird wind up where they whatever like looks like a cartoon where they spin their hand around and then they oh my god whip it toward you. I'm sitting here watching the softball team, and they're like they're unbelievable. You know they're throwing it. They're getting double plays. I mean, there's just they're so good at what they do that um, I'm just kind of amazed by their talent. And you know, they're all in college, so they're young and their their future is ahead of them. But right now, they are on top of the world. Oklahoma, Texas softball. We'll look forward to that one. It's 8:30 at 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. song man he's like sweaty rolling around what's he doing yeah you know if you really listen closely to that song he's he's like naked and i'm like what sweating all the jeez jason take it easy take a cold shower would you <laughs> 98.5 the bull today's hot country with tiger daniel good morning daniel uh, good morning tiger i've got a question if i would love to hear from a server if you have a second to call during this story here you're a server at a restaurant and uh would you care to get like a lottery ticket for a tip would you like oh. would that would you would you like that or would you rather just have the two dollars or whatever they were going to spend in it i wonder if servers appreciate a scratch off or a kino ticket or a lottery ticket in lieu of tip yeah. or as a tip and, and maybe so you've worked that career before or whatever uh would you have liked that 918-879-9898 Dan wants to know if that's an appropriate tip. Yeah, and, and while, yeah, of course, I'm going to do a story here, and you can imagine what happens. A worker in Massachusetts uh, received a Kino lottery ticket as a tip, ended up winning $2,000. Here is Shirley Rose talking about how grateful she is and what she plans on doing with the money. $2,000. And we were like, oh, my God. <laughs> like a half an hour, an hour after this happened, I was a mess. <laughs> but it worked out. I have had a lot of extra expenses this year. And I'm looking at putting in a new boiler. This will help pay for that. It gives you hope that there's more people like him in this world than there are the bad guys, which we hear about all the time. I like hearing about the good guys. So there you go, Ty. You're pretty. Uh, yeah, you're, but I gotta you have say, a financial mind. Would you like to have a, a, a 
lottery ticket for tip or not really? I think we've got a call here. Maybe it, this is be, a server. It'd be fun and stuff, but she's like, um, I, go I ahead. Mean, yeah, it would be cool, but I think that along with that $2 ticket or $5 ticket, you could throw a few bucks in there, too, because most waitresses and waiters are trying to pay their bills that night. Oh, so she's suggesting, yeah, that's a fun little addition, but also leave cash as well. Yeah, I mean, I'll leave. I was a waitress. I'm not a waitress now, but I, I raised five children on waitress pay, and that's the way I survived the other day was what, was what I made the night before. So, yeah, you know, if a waitress doesn't pay good, I'll throw them 10 or $15. Otherwise, I might, maybe that would be a better idea to throw them a $10 tip plus a $5 lottery ticket. You never know. Yeah, I'm kind of like... I'm pretty frugal, and to me, and I love scratch-offs. I love doing that and, you know, just playing yeah, the yeah, game. It's, it's entertainment. But, um, you know, Dana, how would you feel if instead of you getting a paycheck every other Friday, they gave you a uh, a lottery ticket? That's kind of what's happening with the, the server. Well, I'm awful with money, Tug, so I wouldn't mind that at all. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, I, don't, I, I wouldn't take it for a paycheck. People got to pay their bills. How are working hard. What's your name? My name is Cheryl. Cheryl, how in the world did you raise five kids uh, just, I guess, strictly on tips? I work. I do anything I can do. Right now, I'm, I'm a muffled notary, and I'm a, a hippie artist. I go to craft shows. Gotcha. I survive on what I can make. I'm a hustler. I hustle a good, I, I, I hustle a good hustle. I work, I honestly. I just don't work for anybody. I work for me. Now, Tyke's pretty uh, dorky. He doesn't know what hustle means. Would you explain that to him? Well, back in the day, hustle might have been drug dealing, but it's also just making honesty. Um, I have my own truck. I have my own license. I got my own education. I've got a sign on the side of my truck that people call me. So when they call me, they say, hey, I need a notary. It's Sunday. Okay, well, I'll drive wherever you're at, and I'll come to you, but you're going to pay me for gas, and you're going to pay that $5 to that notary, you see? Wait, you, it's, it's only five bucks for a notary? Yeah, that, notaries are not allowed to charge you more than five dollars for that stamp. However, Is that right? As, as that, however, not in the state of Oklahoma, not. However, in if you're mobile, like gas is freaking four dollars and forty-five cents a gallon right now. I just ran to, I went from Salina to uh, Kentucky Sunday to do a notary job for somebody to sign a title for somebody. She paid me two dollars a mile. Plus my $5 stamp. I see. All right. So you can kind of make up some stuff. Well, I appreciate the call. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's ways to do it. And I spent four days at Beer Can in Stavenall at Camp Copperhead, and that made me money because I sit and I make hippie boho clothes and sell it. So. Yeah, you're like a jack of all trades. You're doing it all. Yes, sir. I, my daddy and my mom are raising right. <laughs> right here in the state of Oklahoma. Well, good for you. <laughs> You guys have a great day. And God you bless. too. See you now. God, God bless, bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you. There you go, Tyke. So it would be a fun little, um, be a fun little thing but to I, do, I, but I'll also leave an actual. Leave an actual tip, tip and then throw on a scratch off. That'd be kind of good, what? wouldn't it? Yeah. All right. How come you're not a hustler, Tyke? I know it's your. <laughs> what do you mean I'm not a hustler? I know it's hustler. your favorite magazine, but why aren't you a hustler? <laughs> Uh, you need a side gig or Daniel, something. Daniel, you're, you're one to talk. Daniel, I, I told you this about two years ago. I said, you don't have a life like most people do. You don't, you've never been married. You don't have kids. Just being a parent, you're just busy. And then I'm like the president of my homeowner association or whatever. I mean, I've got things. When I leave work, I get busier. Mm -hmm. And you go over there and you sit and you look at your uh, 
wind chimes. I don't know what you do over there at your house. Tig, listen to me. Yeah? I'm a man of leisure. You are. I, you know what I'm thinking about right now? Nothing. I'm thinking about what I'm going to have for lunch. <laughs> That's like your number one thing. At like 11 o'clock. And I'm, I'm looking thinking at about 500 what I'm emails. Have for lunch. And then I'm going to walk my dog, and then I'm going to think about what I'm going to have for dinner. And then you know what I'm going to do? Yeah. Watch TV and then sleep like a baby. I know. You're going to lay over there, and you're, yeah, you're the president of your neighborhood association. Good for you. Thumbs up. But you're going to lay awake at night. You're going to wonder where your keys are that you lost over the weekend. You're going to be like, oh, we got this movie night coming up. You're going to be thinking about that. Not me, buddy. Man of leisure. Why, why, why are you working so hard for? Me and that lady were hustlers. Well, I just think you only get so many heartbeats in life, and I don't plan on... Uh... Enjoying any of it? <laughs> you're, I don't plan on wasting you're them. Real, yeah, you're, yeah, wasting it. Being happy and relaxing is really wasting your heartbeats, I do. I it? torture myself. I'm I know, like, yeah. This I guy, sign up for stuff all the time. I'm like, what did I do that guy for? guy lives in agony, and he's like, oh, you got to be busier. You're like my, my dad. Will, I'll call him on a Saturday morning, and this guy's at the office like doing work, and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, i got to do something. Not me, buddy. I can just lay there and do nothing and love it. <laughs> You're some piece of work, man. <laughs> it's uh, 98 Fathable. Today's Hot Country with Ty and Dano. I know what you do really good, Dano. I'll give you a compliment. You're good at uh, giving away these tickets during our contest. You come up with uh, quiz questions, and mm -hmm. we're back tomorrow, born and raised and prior, with Leonard Skinner tickets. 740 tomorrow morning right here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Ty and Dano. Dano, get ready for a gut buster. I got a hilarious joke lined up for you if you'd like well, to hear. I can't wait for this. Okay, all right, all right. Why did the golfer wear two pairs of pants? Because he got a hole in one. I don't like it when you answer with the joke. Well, you just pretend like you don't know the answer. Okay, okay. why did the Clodsdale give the pony a glass of water? I have no idea on this planet why that would happen. He was a little hoarse. Hey now. <laughs> Are you ready for another one? Yes, please. Okay. What did the policeman say to his belly button? I have zero clue. You're under a vest. Hey, now. Oh, that's not bad. Are you tired of these or you want some more? More, please. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, oh, this was, this was a good one. Why did the bike fall over? I don't know. It was, it was, uh, it was too tired. No? No, that's a good one, too. I've heard it before. <laughs> uh, what do you call a pig that does karate? What? A pork chop. Hey, now. Uh, let me check with the FCC. Are we, in fact, allowed to say pork? Okay, we are. All right. You ready for another hilarious yes, uh, This is a real right. gut buster, by the way. Here we go. Be careful. Why do seagulls fly over the sea? Why is that? Because if they flew over a bay, they'd be bagels. You ready for like 10 more? Or? Go. How about one more? <laughs> one more. Right. I thought you enjoyed this. Uh, what do you call an alligator detective? What? An investigator. Do you want me to do my uh, Stevie Wonder joke that you like so much? Well, you can do it. I don't know if it's appropriate. If it's fine. Are you ready? Uh, 
This is a killer joke. I don't know if it's appropriate, but... Uh, so inappropriate. Tig, okay. why can't Stevie Wonder see his friends? Well, he's blind. No, because he's married. Huh? He's, mar he's married. His wife won't allow him to see his friends. <laughs> Solid, however, slightly offensive. But... Not really. Well, that was good. I'm glad we got that out of our system. Yes, a little bit of comedy this morning. <laughs> Finally. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel.